into A to Z Sports prime time on a Sunday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet doing business with honesty, integrity since 1983 or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action. You could have done some same game parlays on Super Bowl 56 using the promo code A to Z Sports. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com, is where you go for your dream address without the stress. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, B R Y M A K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. So, this was a really fun game, a spectacular halftime show, really, really all around a great Super Bowl experience, culminating in, a, in the Rams by three in Los Angeles and with the potential of Aaron Donald retiring. But the way that they got here is the larger conversation. The way that they got to this point is the conversation that a lot of teams, including the Tennessee Titans, are going to be having this offseason about what you need to go to, what lengths you need to go to, to be able to win the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be an uh, an honest, you know, a, a really important offseason for Tennessee just in, in the scope of this thing. And, of course, we talk about all things through a local context. It's going to be a really, really important offseason for the Titans brass to kind of sit back, look at this and reflect and say, all right, how far away are we from doing exactly what L.A. just did? Is there a situation where we can do something similar? And I think that's an interesting conversation that we're going to have. But we need to start with your Two Rivers Ford take. Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Give me one word, just one, to describe Super Bowl 56 between the Rams and the Bengals. One word in the comment section, and we'll talk about it together right after I tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take. That, of course is Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Great customer service. In fact, award-winning customer service on your car buying experience. They're non-commissioned sales staff. They won't put any pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience. And they will make sure that you leave completely satisfied with the vehicle that you have chosen to take home. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, one word to describe Super Bowl 56. Jose Benitez starts us off with a good one. He says quarterback. Man, Matt Stafford, they got the turnover Cincinnati did. They had created turnovers consistently throughout the course of the postseason. They ended up with what? Two turnovers tonight. Uh, between uh, between the interceptions, two so to bring their their uh, their p- playoff total, two interceptions, one by Bates, another by Awuzi, uh, two interceptions, nine total turnovers in the postseason, carrying the Cincinnati Bengals to this point. But the quarterback, as Jose correctly points out, was undeterred by that circumstance. He just kept bombing it down the field, kept finding Cooper Cup. Sean McVay continuing to draw up plays for his 
quarterback and his best wide receiver, even after Odell Beckham Jr. went down with an injury and was ruled out in the first half. It was a beautiful, beautiful performance as they get ready to take the podium right now. Goodell, the owners of the Rams, Vaughn Miller, Matt Stafford, the whole crew up there on the stage getting ready to award the Rams franchise their second franchise, their second Super Bowl as a franchise. We'll, he, we'll see who ends up being the MVP. It would, t- it would be tough to not decide it between Cup and Aaron Donald, who, by the way, is considering retirement, according to multiple reports tonight. But what one word describes this? Defense, says Earl Moran. I had a feeling that the over was going to be the play for those of you who bet the over in your DraftKings Sportsbook app. For Titan Overdrive, he says, satisfaction. Um, I think that you, uh, one word, says David Allen, Donald, Puka agrees. That's who ended that football game without question after Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup were able to connect for another touchdown reception. It was a it was a really, really interesting game. But my one word, my one word to describe this game would simply be Stafford. Stafford was the true and obvious difference between the Rams in their first Super Bowl appearance under Sean McVay, and the Rams now in the culmination of the 2021 season. Stafford is the one word that I would use. I think that Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup will rightfully be discussed as the MVPs of the game. I'm not saying that Matt Stafford was perfect. I'm not saying that Matt Stafford did everything correctly. But the all-in move was Stafford. The guy who made the difference in the game was Stafford. This is a situation where when we talk about the Titans and their future and their quarterback, it is all going to be distilled down to that one position, rightfully so, because you can have those turnovers in the game. In fact, I believe they finished on the wrong side of the turnover differential. I don't believe uh, the Bengals had a uh, the Bengals didn't have a single turnover throughout the course of that game. It is it is not always going to look that way. Most teams are going to have to play nearly mistake free football. But the difference between Stafford and Goff, the whole reason why this decision was made, is that Sean McVay, the Rams didn't have to play a perfect game the way that coach a perfect game, call a perfect game, the way that they did have to with Goff. And it's an interesting, it's an interesting parallel when you hold that up against Ryan Tannehill and Mike Vrabel's end of season press conference ending with we have to be great around Ryan Tannehill. The Rams had to be great around Jared Goff for everything to go correctly. And then when they weren't, when they traded for the quarterback who was going to give them a little bit of balance there, that ended up being the difference between them being champions and them losing to the New England Patriots in in Atlanta several years ago. My one word is Stafford, and I cannot say it enough because Matt Stafford in this game was the difference. His numbers, just looking at the uh, NFL Jesus box score that I've got up in front of me, 26 of 40, 283, three touchdowns, the two interceptions as we talked about, a rating of 89.9. Joe Burrow 
played about as good a game as humanly possible. Uh, 22 of 33, 263, a touchdown, 100.9 rating in that football game. You had creativity. Joe Mixon was throwing touchdown passes. T. Higgins caught both of them. Jamar Chase made explosive plays. They were doing all the things that the Bengals needed to do and have done to win football games. But ultimately, when things came down to it, the difference ended up being one quarterback's inability to be rattled by his turnovers. And that, in the case of Matt Stafford, ended up being the difference. MVP Cooper Cup uh, at this point. Has that officially been awarded at this point? Yes, Cooper Cup is the Super Bowl MVP, rightfully so. He was uh, he was un- otherworldly, absolutely otherworldly at this point. I thought that the... Uh, I thought that the situation for um, for the <laughs> somebody just tweeted me somebody tweeted me a uh, their betting slip in their DraftKings sportsbook app because I said Rams and the under the line was Rams minus four and that extra point that mit, that botched extra point that ended up costing them the game or uh, costing them the cover rather not the game obviously. They won the game. But my one word is Stafford. What's your one word to describe Super Bowl 56? You guys will read more of your comments here in just a second, right after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. If you're a basketball fan, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can get just $1 on any team and win $150 in free bets if they win. It's just that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on the NBA with same-game parlays that allow you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever it is that you want. So, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code A2ZSports. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. With promo code A2ZSports at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus, Tennessee only. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. So my one word is Stafford to describe this game. What's yours in the comment section? Uh, Chris Frazier just screams, we need wide receiver. All we have is elite A.J. Brown. And I do agree. They need upgraded skill position players. The Rams were able to do it despite losing their, what, second, their, their 1B to Cooper Cup's 1A when Odell Beckham Jr. went down. There's uh, uh, Zach Taylor is currently being interviewed on NBC right now as the losing Super Bowl head coach. Cincinnati now 0-3 all-time in Super Bowls, losing to the San Francisco 49ers several, I mean, you know, 30-plus years ago, and now losing to another NFC West opponent in the Los Angeles Rams. Defense for Stephen Crozio is his one word. Um, Stafford earned it, says Brian Doyle. I thought so. Titus E. Hawthorne on Facebook Live says his one word is decent. I thought it was better than decent, man. I thought it was 
a tremendous football game. Uh, Allen Robinson says Andrew Ferris. Again, when we talk about all-in moves, guys, this is, you know, I don't know that this is outright that this has outright changed my Tannehill position, but it has it has made me take a step back and reevaluate my position about Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I think Ryan Tannehill is still good enough to win a game like this with, even though he's not Matt Stafford, right? Matt Stafford threw the picks. Ryan Tannehill threw picks, could not overcome it. Matt Stafford could, right? It's a different caliber of player. But I think when you kind of get into it, when you kind of get into it, the Tannehill situation, it really does make you stay, take a step back. And maybe it's just recency bias, but even myself, who's been staunchly in the position of Ryan Tannehill is a good enough player, it makes you kind of sit back and think, okay, what more can they do? What options are available for them to explore and kind of see if they can't replicate this situation? Um, who they aren't, says Nate John. Been keeping that in the holster for a couple of weeks. Said, yeah, Nate John on Facebook Live. Yeah, Jeff Simmons was out there because Quentin Spain gave up, was one of the players who had the Bengals offensive line. Just terrible, 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 terrible tonight. Bengals offensive line, Quentin Spain included, gave up that pressure, that sack that ended the, the Bengals' potential comeback situation, ended the game. Just a terrible situation for Joe Burrow. He needs an offensive line in uh, I mean, post-haste, like right now. Tim Barber, uh, uh, get or rather Nate John says, get Tana Choke out. Rams just showed the Titans we need an upgrade at quarterback. And and we're going to have a lot of these conversations, Nate. Tonight, we're going to focus on this game. But tomorrow, certainly, we're going to talk about how they will uh, how they will look, how where they would be able to look and find different options at the quarterback position. But let's talk about uh, let's talk about L.A. or Cincinnati. Who do you think? is most equipped to do this again, to get back to this kind of a game in 2022. Give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Which of these two teams is most likely to be back in the Super Bowl next season? The Rams or the Bengals? Let me know, and we'll talk about it on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Uh, while you guys do that, I'll tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will give you the intel edge to make sure that you are winning the buyer battle, that you are uh, capitalizing on your home equity, that you are selling your home for more, just like the Ashton team will help you do. GaryAshton.com, that's the place uh, that you go. The official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time is at GaryAshton.com. So which of these two teams is most equipped to come back at this point? Joe Burrow, you know, they're talking about it in the uh, on the post game. Al Michaels saying, you know, we we I think we can expect to see them. Uh, I think we can expect to see them or to, to see Joe Burrow back in this game. You look at Matt Stafford, the way that Rams roster is constructed, both Odell Beckham Jr. and Von Miller are free agents. Andrew Whitworth, their 40-year-old left tackle, he's probably going to retire. Andrew, uh, Aaron Donald is considering retirement, according to um, Rodney Harrison and Michelle Tafoya, who discussed that throughout the course of the game. It is, uh, it is a pretty interesting conversation because the Rams 
are the more veteran team in the contract situation. The bulk of these guys can come back. But if Aaron Donald decides that he's done after this, I think that it becomes a much more complicated discussion. Um, when you kind of look at where the Rams are right now with the cap situation, again, as I mentioned, those two critical free agents, Vaughn Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. And again, with Odell Beckham Jr., he was ruled out with a knee injury. We don't know what, and I feel terrible for him. He he made such a big impact early in the game. They could have won by more, I would imagine, if Odell Beckham had stayed healthy. But when you kind of boil it down to it, how close are the Bengals? Because the Bengals, as great a story as they were, and as talented and as young as they are, I think that uh, I think that when you kind of look at this, I think that when you kind of look at this, there's still some room for improvement. They've got all kinds of cap space. And this roster was not quite built to compete for Super Bowls right now, right? They didn't, they probably would have spent more on the offensive line to get him more help if they thought they were this close. They have the skill position players, they have the quarterback on a rookie deal. Joe Mixon, I'm pretty sure, is on actually, I think, I think Joe Mixon is on his, Joe Mixon might still be on his rookie contract. Let me double check this for you. Uh, just to uh, just to confirm, I for some reason thought he got a contract extension, but no, uh, it, that is correct. He did get a contract extension because this is his fifth year in the NFL. So Joe Mixon is a uh, a, a a second contract running back, but still like not something that's overwhelming. It's four years, forty eight million dollars for Joe Mixon. Nothing that's absolutely going to ba- break their bank there as far as continuing to build upon this Super Bowl roster. Um, Joe Mixon was extended, says Butchie Pray. Yes, I I got the contract details up just in time to see that. Thank you guys for pointing that out. But I do think that when you kind of look at Jalen Ramsey, um, who was not good in this game, but is still going to have a Super Bowl ring to his credit. When you look at uh, when you look at Taylor Rapp and Eric Weddle, who was their starting safety due to injury, and now, you know, is going to kick, is basically going to kick. I mean, I would assume that he would walk off with a ring unless he thinks that he can continue to play. Um, David Allen says, Buck, you got to consider the long legacy of incompetence and cheapness of the Bengals' ownership. They will be middle of the pack relatively soon. Well, that's, that's, I guess, the, the biggest argument against the Bengals, right? Is they've got ownership that doesn't spend. They've got ownership that doesn't spend. They've got um, they've got a scouting staff, the smallest scouting staff in football. So the fact that they hit on the amount of talent that they have, yeah, they've been picking high the last couple of years, but it's still the hit rate on their last two draft classes has been so, 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 so good. So you can't necessarily expect them to continue to replicate that unless they're just the best four, I think it's three-man scouting staff in all of the NFL. I think that when you look at different ways that they can continue to improve, they've got the salary cap cash available to spend next year, and they can get a better offensive line. They can continue to draft help, even though they'll be picking low in the first round off this Super Bowl run. They can get Joe Burrow more help and try and supplement that defense that they basically reconstructed in the offseason. I think, honestly... It depends what happens with Aaron Donald. If Aaron Donald comes back, the Rams are the closer team to the Super Bowl, right? Closer to getting back to the Super Bowl after having just won it. The Rams make the most sense, even though the Bengals are a great story, a fun story, 
a really, uh, a really, really promising team in the AFC, which is not great news if you're somebody who roots for the Titans. But I think the Rams, if Aaron Donald comes back, and it doesn't seem like that's any kind of a sure thing, uh, I think that the Rams are most equipped to be able to do this again, even though it is damn hard for a team who won the Super Bowl to even make the playoffs afterwards. And there are certainly some guys who will want to get paid off of a Super Bowl run. Let's wrap up this late night primetime show with this is a free site. We'll keep it short. We'll keep it easy for you. What was the best part of the halftime show tonight with Mary J. Blige, with Eminem, with Fat 50 Cent, with Dr. Dre, with Snoop Dogg, and with Kendrick Lamar? It was a great one. What was your favorite part of Super Bowl 56 halftime show? Let me know, and we'll talk about it together right after I tell you about my friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs, your comfort zone. They'll put you in it at Brymac.com. Again, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical. So, what was your favorite part of the halftime show? That's the question that we have for you. By the way, if Aaron Donald, and this was tweeted out by Charles McDonald at Four Verts on Twitter, uh, if Aaron Donald does retire, he'll have won a Super Bowl, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year, seven-time first-team All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowler, the Deacon Jones Award, the NFL 2010's All-Decade Team, Sporting News 2010's All-Decade Team, PFWA All-Rookie Team, ACC Defensive Player of the Year, Bronco Nagurski Trophy, Chuck Bedrinak Award, Lombardi Award, Outland Trophy, unanimous All-American when he was coming into college at Pitt. This is the career of Aaron Donald. Uh, if he does if he does retire, this guy might be a Hall of Famer. Um, what was the best part of the halftime show? Steven Snyder says my tweets. I don't think my tweets were particularly enlightening. But the Super Bowl halftime show, uh, it's the best I've ever seen. Hands down. What was your favorite part of the Super Bowl 56 halftime show? For me, it was 50 Cent hanging upside down. 50 looks like a whole dollar bill now. It's all right. 50 is uh, 50 is incredible. I love I love the show. I enjoyed it so so much. It was the best halftime show that I have ever seen watching Super Bowls. Blew me away, hands down. A lot of people were mad because it was rap and R and B and not pop country or rock. Who I didn't see, I didn't see anything but uh, overwhelming praise, overwhelming praise for the halftime show. I didn't see anything to the effect of being uh, 
Well, Randy Hemberg says the end of it. Randy, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, dog. That was that was the best one that's ever happened. It was better than Prince. It was better than, you know, washed Bruce. And I love Bruce Springsteen. Better than washed Bruce Springsteen or The Who or, you know, Bruno Mars or Beyonce. Like, this was the whole thing, start to finish, nonstop, high energy. Randy, if you can't appreciate the music, dude, I don't, I don't got nothing for you on that. You're just missing out. If you want to be miserable on that, you got it. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I don't want to read that comment. <laughs> you guys get kind of reckless sometimes in the chat. But I think start to finish, start to finish, this was the best Super Bowl halftime. David Allen says, Prince in the rain was the best ever. Buck, you might have been too young. No, I do remember. I do remember Prince in the rain because he had that sheet, right? The giant, I mean, sheet, whatever you want to call it. The thing that was like, that was uh, posed in front of him that had his silhouette on the outside of it, like blown up giant. And it looked like he was, uh, it looks the way that he was going up and down on the guitar looked a bit sexually suggestive, as is the custom for Prince. At his prime, I think Prince was great. I think this was better. There is no doubt. Prince is a Prince is a singular performer, of course. As a singular individual, Prince over everybody. But my God, was that great today. So, 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 so good. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed Super Bowl 56. I thank you guys so much for another incredible football season together. We're going to talk about the Titans offseason. We've got draft stuff. We've got Vol stuff. Uh, combine is going to be here before you know it. And you guys are, by the way, going to Indianapolis with me for the combine. We're taking the primetime show and the radio show up north to the state of my youth and the state of my birth for that. So we'll get into draft stuff. We'll talk quarterbacks and Tannehill in the off season, but it's been another fun NFL season with you guys Our third together doing the primetime show. And I could not be more appreciative of the way that you guys come in and hang out. Enjoy the rest of your evening. What remains of your weekend? Radio show is going to be jam-packed tomorrow. We're talking uh we're talking football, obviously. We're talking Titans rebuild and uh we're going to start working in some other sports like the Preds, the Vols hoops, SEC bat even though they t- they lost a terrible game to Vanderbilt. Anyway, uh a great time will be had at 10 a.m. tomorrow on 104.5 The Zone 10 to 1 is where you can hang out with us on the radio and if you miss us then, we got you tomorrow night at 8 8-